Boys, the OFPL Draft Podcast. As always, joined by Miles, Hito, and myself, Whitey. Lads, how we doing? You so good, so good, mate. The vibes. You bring it to me up. Week. You bring yeah, look, every yeah. week, mate. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm coming up with something fresh every week. I don't know how many times. Uh, how many times I'm going to come up with something fresh? But you know, we'll see. We'll see. I'm ready to see where this You've goes. Set the bar mate. pretty high. We're on this journey with you. We're we're ready. I love it. I love it. How you guys doing? Yeah, I'm not too bad, not too bad. I've had a pretty busy week this week at work and also on the golf course. Had a couple of rounds with my boy Hito and um, we, we had fun out there. Yeah, nice, nice. Busy. I hope you've tuned him up, Hito, because I'm playing with him tomorrow. He's He really needed it after our last game. I, uh, I turned it up, took him down. Yeah, I gave him a what, bit of catting. You won, you won <laughs> yeah, when I won last week, in mate. like three years. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Wow, that shot's fired. That hurt him. He's a little, he's off. He's off. Well, well, Milo, the big question though is, you know, I've heard you've been playing with a bit of both of us over the last, you know, week or so. Who's your who's your favorite golf partner? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. He's putting on the spot. It's kind of tough because like, I feel like Whitey's got to pick up his game because you bring me fresh coffee every morning to like walk around with. However, you don't drink <laughs> with me at 7 a.m. So, you Even know, coffee doesn't really go together. Because, like, you know, why do you, like, really, you know, is tuned in on the on the beers, but then you're tuned in on the coffee, which they're, they're my two favourite drinks. So I'm going to go with even par, and, you know, I'm just happy with both of you. <laughs> even par even using golf terms i love it um boys are you guys excited i mean an international break is you know always is boring um what are you what are you thinking what are you feeling coming up to this game week first ronaldo game week i feel like i've got to kick back into gear mate i feel like this this international week is just taking it out of me or you know we carried on from euros we're like straight into the season fired up getting in the groove and then rugs pulled out from underneath us and i felt like uh not watching any of the qualifier games really just a little bit here and there and i didn't watch much either gotta get going again fuck how about um the brazil argentina game oh what a shambles that was that was crazy like the health officials storming the field like mid-game crazy (laughs) we've got them boys we've got them we know where they're gonna be yeah it's so ridiculous that they waited for the game. Like, they know that they're there in the country. Like, come on, 100%. just do it before the game. You know, like, it's just embarrassing, actually, that the state has been to. But to answer your question, Whitey, I am, like, frothing at the bits for Premier League to start again. I hate international game weeks. I, I just, I'm so depressed that weekend. And I know. It's been, it feels like it's been the whole summer again. I know. It actually feels longer than the summer. It's, it I does. hate it. But it, I think partly because this is going to be such a tasty waiver wire coming up. Like, Ooh. probably one of the most tasty we've had in a long time. And, like, obviously, Ronaldo is a big name there, but it just feels like there's a lot of stuff available, at least in our league, um, yeah. that could be, you know, I don't know, really good for uh, for some fantasy teams. So, yeah, I just, um, yeah. 
yeah, I'm just a bit excited about that and see how the waiver wire plays out, um, you know. Yeah, and I think you're right. Like, it's going to be um, that fact in most draft leagues. I saw that the average amount of teams in each league was like 7.4 or something teams on average. So, like, the same as us, like, seven or eight-man leagues are going to have a lot of uh, potential pickups this waiver. So, yeah, right. And then, look, you know, we've got the GOAT, Ronnie. He's, he's in. He's back. And, yeah, you know, look, like, we all know where he's going, but I'm just excited to see him play in the, in the Prem again. Uh, me too. I'm like wanting to watch United games just to see what goes down. Like fully just sit down and enjoy the Ronald. <laughs> Ronald. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we better get into this. Um, let's let's quickly go over uh, our snacks. I don't think anyone's got anything to eat this week, but uh, I think we're all just drinking. It's a liquid diet. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, it, I've got I've got I've got something that resembles food. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, why don't you start? Yeah, sure. Well, for my drink, I've I've actually. How long has it been since you guys have had a Bundy? Oh Jesus! <laughs> Not since I was I eighteen, and I discovered that I fucking hate Bundy. <laughs> oh, I, I saw it on sale the other day, and I was like, I'm just gonna get it. And you know, Bundy and dry, like it's not too bad. So I'm powering through one of them, and for my snack, I've got. A couple of Heinekens, actually. Oh, yes, <laughs> it's, I told you, liquid diet. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> like you stole my line, but it's got carbs in it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. That's um, so good. Hito, what have you got? Uh, mate, I've just got a cider again this week. Good old love it. Yeah. Just rocking it back to back. Back to back. Back to back. All right. Well, I've got something fresh this week. Ooh, something Little, new. Uh, it's called it's Serpent's Kiss Watermelon Pilsner. We've actually had it on the pod before. Miles we missed it. Uh, Sam brought it for us, and it's one of my personal favourites, and they've just started selling it at Dan's. Free promo for uh, the Grifter Brewing Co. there. You're welcome, boys. Um, yeah, so I'm pretty yeah. excited about that. I remember fuck, that being quite a good COVID. one. I um, like that one, I think, from memory, and that's saying a lot. Dude, it's delicious. It's got that perfect watermelon flavour. Mate, it was good. Uh, perfect for an early you know afternoon. What? In the off season, like this year, let's just do a food and drink podcast. Let's just like do a little. We've already spent a little spin off. I love it. <laughs> I love it. A little spin off, and you know, maybe we just uh, do one of those. Um, what are they called? Patreons. We'll oh, do a yeah. Patreon just, and you pay extra for snack chat pod, which is <laughs> like an hour long. <laughs> Could be good. Could be good. We'll never know. We'll never know. Oh, we might know. Anyway, <laughs> we will know. We will know. All right, boys. Um, now we are we're getting into it. Now we now. If you missed our episode before this, go back and have a listen. Just purely because we covered the first five um, fixtures of previous game week uh, on our last pod, we split it up, and this week we'll be covering the back end of that. The last uh, five fixtures coming up for next game week. So, um, yeah, just go back and have a listen if you uh, haven't listened to that because um, there was some valuable stuff in there. And, uh, yeah, we're going to get into it with Southampton versus West Ham uh, for this week. Boys, Southampton. Yeah. yeah. Drew two so, all with uh, Newcastles. There's definitely goal, goals in them. There was goals. And um, didn't they uh, leave it to the last minute, if my memory serves me correctly? It does serve you correctly. 96th minute penalty. Yeah, JWP. 
Yeah, yeah. we've been talking about golf today and uh, he's consistent with those golf swing celebrations. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pulling them out. Pulling them out. Um, you know, I feel like JWP is one of those players that is in and out of probably about four fantasy man- managers in, in, in each draft each year. Like, it's so hard to kind of keep him because, you know, he just doesn't have that consistent form. Well, that's the thing. It is kind of consistent if you look at it over a whole season. Like, his, mm. he had a decent haul uh, last season. I'm trying to quickly, frantically bring that up. But um, I think it was like 140, 150 or something, wasn't it? Like that. Yeah, that's a super respectable score, especially considering he was in and out of teams. Like, he's technically a fifth mid. Yeah. Fifth yeah. mid scores you 140 points. Like, fuck. That's... That's pretty big. But I just found with last year that I think about three or possibly four of those halls were like those, you know, those decent double-digit halls. So, you know, let's say on average on those, he was getting like, what, 13 or 14 because he had some really big weeks. Mm. Like mm. that's that's almost a third of his points just in, say, four games, maybe five. So, so you're saying if you don't play they- him. Yeah, the points are consistent over the season, but you know, when you've got a rotating mid, it's just so hard to nail him down. Yeah, I guess, but it's—I mean, 140 points almost says he should be in your team every week. I don't know. Like, we should yeah. probably be looking at his the history, like you know, of his whole season, his previous well, seasons. Yeah. Well, he got 156 last season, boys. I just looked it up, and then he had 117 the season before. Okay. What, so, what about the season before that? 94. Okay. Um, he hasn't so he- cracked 100 before, but he got seven goals that season, just no assists. That's why it was 94. But mm, I think wow, it would work if you, if he's not your fifth, if you've got like quite weak mids and you can leave him as your fourth best mid fourth. and then someone else can be your rotation. Maybe yeah. in a deeper league to hold him because it, it could be good. Um, now, one other thing. We should talk about the other goal scorer in this game. Elianusi scored his first goal uh, in a long time in the Prem. I think, mm. yeah, I think... Yeah, I didn't was, even uh, remember that name. I was just like, it seems familiar, but I don't know if I was just remembering something it's nearly two years ago um, since he's scored, um, mm. and he hasn't really played at all. He barely played last season. Um, but that was actually following a hat-trick he scored against Newport during the week. Mm. So... Bit of form there, maybe someone to watch, uh, keep an eye out. I'm not, I think we'd have to take a look at their fixtures. Um, I don't have them in front of me now. Not loving them. Okay, so West Ham, City, Wolves, then Chelsea. Look, that's perfect because we can sit off him for a bit and see what happens, but he's definitely a wait and see. Um, so fuck, who's in the dodgiest area here? I just hear the uh sirens. I'm like, oh god, someone who's living in the real dodgy area? (laughs) Who's broken quarantine? That's me. That's me. Uh, I don't know. Like, I'm living next to a housing commission at the moment, so you never oh, okay. know what's going on in that joint. <laughs> All right. Speaking of housing commissions, West Ham. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Come on, boys. I'm joking. I love West Ham. I love West Ham. Um, I don't even know anything about West Ham as an area in England. Me neither. Me oh, yes. Neither. You know, it's, it's, it's hit and miss. Yeah, it miss. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Character. I mean, if if uh, Green Street Hooligans is anything to go by, yeah, they don't play their games like anywhere near it anymore. So you know, I yeah, true. Good. <laughs> oh, all right. So um, yeah, how about that first West Ham goal? 
with four hours oh. finishing it. That Crazy. is just like the definition of like one, two, hey. Or maybe, maybe it was like one, two, three. <laughs> yeah, I know. But like Antonio just never gives up. Yeah. Like just, he just is dogged. Yeah, battling his way through and just, yeah, that drive just is so good. But the fact that he also isn't just so focused on the goal as well. He was open to the, mm-hmm. the play there and, and to laying it off to someone else. That just... He is I so crucial to that team. He looks so fit this year. So fit. Okay, He's man. never looked this fit. <laughs> well, it's a matter of how long. It's a matter of how long. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, so I guess, uh, so that was, who scored their second? Oh, Antonio's goal, of course. Cool. The one um, that he scored near post. Beautiful. And uh, yeah, as we're saying, the form is just crazy. If he does stay fit, I think he could breach maybe Vardy levels um, of halls. And I'm so keen to curse him. Um, <laughs> not with injury, just just poor form. Um, yeah. Just because Miles has him and it would just gut me after having him for a fucking year last year of torture. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I think he's going to be really strong. This It's going to be good to see what happens with him, his form this year, if he can stay fit. Oh, that's some, that's some spicy options. I'm pretty sure that's how he started yeah. for me. And it all came uh, down. It all came down. So we'll <laughs> see what happens there. Um, now, West Ham have been a bit active in the transfer market. Uh, they've picked up, I think, two players, but more importantly, the, or the one that's more important here is Vlasic. Yeah. Um, seems I don't like know much about him. Do you know, have you got some stats, stats on him, mate? I uh, don't have a lot of stats right up here, um, but fairly, he's, basic, he's an attacking midfielder. We've actually seen him before in the Prem. He spent two years at Everton. Um, oh, okay. Ronald Coman signed him. Um, and then uh, I think Coman left or got fired and then Sam Allardyce came in. And mm. Sam Allardyce was playing super defensively and he ended up playing almost, he was saying, as a right back. Mm. And didn't get much game time under Sam and kind of wasn't willing to, uh, to do what you know, Sam had planned, which was very, very defensive as always. <laughs> Park the bus. So um, obviously his stats weren't that good there, but um, yeah, for, for the, for, he was actually in uh, Russia and um, I'm pretty sure he got 10 or 11 goals last season. Uh, he plays in a center attacking mid role. So definitely brought in for depth because they're playing in Europe this year. Um, but it will be interesting to see if Ben Rama carries that form because I'd say he is the person most directly under threat of um, this new signing. So, you know, right now there's no doubt in my mind that um, Ben Rama is going to keep playing um, as long as he keeps this run of form going. So, but def- I think someone to keep an eye on uh, based on his form in other competitions. Yeah, nice. Good How shot. about you give us a uh, prediction on this? Do you reckon there's going to be goals, Whitey? Uh, look, looking at both of those... Results two all two all for both of these games for both these guys in their last games. I think it'd be rude not to say two all. <laughs> complete <laughs> the like trio. It. Complete the trio. Look, I think it's unlikely because obviously Southampton was playing Newcastle, not quite playing West Ham. But they West Ham were playing Palace, and Palace haven't been in great form. So you know that's going to be an interesting one there. Um, yeah, yeah to talk about. Uh, okay, next game. Uh, we've got Watford versus Wolves. 
Mm. Uh, now Watford lost one nil to Spurs, and uh, and Wolves lost uh, one nil against United. Uh, yeah. We'll start here with um, the Watford game. Yeah, did, what did you guys think there? Oof. I mean, uh, personally, I thought they were kind of lucky to only lose one nil. Um, I thought Spurs actually looked pretty good, personally. Um, Kane had quite a, a couple of chances. Um, and, and yeah, but just, just getting back to Watford, they need to score goals. And I think that if we're going to see goals, um, this next month looks quite promising for them with uh, Wolves, Norwich, Newcastle, and then Leeds. I mean, I know it's Leeds, but, you know, they're very open. So if Watford get a bit of form with the likes of, you know, uh, Dennis and, uh, you know, Saar, um, they could have a bit of momentum going into that game. Yeah. And um, they just signed uh, Suzoko as well. That um, is a great I signing. I think he's pretty good signing for them. Um, That's a, a lot of experience. Signing. And he's yeah. just something yeah. to shore up their midfield, you know? Like, yeah. I just think that they needed someone like that and they lost Troy Deeney, um, you know, a kind of probably a leader in their dressing room. He's been there forever. Yeah, um, they sold uh, Will Hughes as well in midfield, so that's kind of filling his... Oh, Casper. Yeah, right. Casper, Casper the guy. <laughs> oh, my God, so good. Um, but, yeah, so, uh, like, that could help them a lot. I still have my doubts. Um, even looking at those that decent run of fixtures, I don't favour them in some of those games. Um, mm. But, yeah, I think worth a mention, though, Daniel Buckman made seven sa- saves in game week three. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, you know, a decent uh, amount of saves there. And if there's any time where Watford are going to, you know, uh, shore up defensively and kind of grind out some results, this is it, as Miles said. So he could be an interesting keeper to pick up off the bench during this time uh, if he isn't already in teams. He is actually already in my team. Um, I kind of picked him up at the beginning He's of the a season. keeper. Well, I, th- I picked him up because yeah. I'd heard of Watford's defensive record in last le- last year. I heard it was all about clean sheets. I figured he's going to face a lot of shots. Um, they haven't been that sound defensively yet, but there's still time. So I just think that this might be a good opportunity um, to see how he goes. Um, okay. But, yeah, I think – should we move on to uh, Wolves? Yeah. yeah, let's do it. Pedro, what about that run by Traore? Woo! Beast mode, but also the skill as he zigzagged through two of their players yeah. as well. His and strength he, and power is amazing. He tormented uh, Man U. It's one of those games, unfortunately, Wolves again, just somehow not coming away with any kind of points. They've look- created the third most chances, I think, in the league, um, yeah. higher than Chelsea and Liverpool. Um, yeah. They, they are- just can't finish, man. Just... But in saying that, it is so early in the season, you know, like everyone's kind of getting back to match fitness and their team is, um, they're quite solid defensively. He's playing that three at the back, two wing back system, which obviously that's how Nuno had them set up. Yeah. And they're quite narrow up front too. Um, I've noticed that, um, you know, uh, Potence and uh, who is in midfield with Potence? Um, oh, what last oh, year? No, uh, this year. Uh, oh, the Trincao. No, 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 not Trincao. Trincao's up front. Um, 
Oh, anyway, the defensive. Say again. Matinho. Oh, yeah, Matinho. Yeah. Sorry, they've been pressing um, quite high up the pitch and winning the ball back quite high up the pitch. And that's what we saw in the United game was they were winning the ball back and distributing it to Traore. And he's Mm. Traore. He can pretty... He's pretty good at counterattacks. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, they're going to, I feel like they're going to keep getting in these positions. They really look like, from all the stuff I've watched of them so far, they've looked unlucky to have not had better results and to have kept um, such good scores against some of the teams they've played. I, I think maybe this good run of fixtures coming up for them could make a huge difference. For they sure. really, like they really need to. Yeah, exactly. Like just that you mentioned the the run of fixtures. You know, Watford, Brentford, Southampton, Newcastle. Um, you know, they're they're four really good fixtures for a team that's creating a lot of chances. So, if you haven't got a Wolves player and there's someone available, like even I think Trincao, um, if if Triore is still available, I think that's just such a good good gamble at the moment. Um, so I, yeah, and, and, and even and then the defense. defense. Yeah, I was about to say that defense as well. Um, yeah, I was going to say their defense has been so solid. Marcel looks really, really good, and um, yeah. you can't go past size. He always gets in the in the uh, attacking positions. From yeah, it had a chance this game with that ridiculous double save from De Gea. So they were, they were definitely definitely unlucky on some chances. A few poor chance, you know, finishing moments, but. Overall, I think they could potentially turn this around and, and look quite promising. So, And I think Semedo is another name worth mentioning in there. And uh, we saw Potence get some minutes off the bench. Uh, so I think it's worth mentioning that maybe Trincao's minutes may get affected if Potence comes back. Um, but maybe. I'm sure it will be a slow comeback for him uh, from injury. So... Yeah, um, you know he's been out for a little while now, um, but he he did look very good uh, at times last season. He was one of the players we mentioned a lot, and yeah, yeah, could, could stand a benefit. Yeah, you know, I feel like right now Wolves are going to be the underestimated team. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, now, why don't we get a little? Oh wait, we'll just talk about their transfer. We got um, Wang He Chan. Yeah, hasn't got hasn't got. Wang Wang Hee Chan. He hasn't got the best stats, to be fair. Mm-hmm. From RB Leipzig, uh, last season, eighteen matches, no goals, one assist. Um, okay. And then year before that, he was at uh, RB Salzburg, eleven goals in twenty-seven matches. But that's in the Austrian league, which is not as strong. So, I would be dying to jump on him, but. He very much feels like a bit of depth there because they've only had those two strikers and a very young one in the backup to um, Jimenez, who yeah. obviously was out all of last season. So definitely needed. It was definitely a place they needed to kind of um, get a bit more depth. So I think for me, that's all he is. Yeah, a hundred. I I definitely agree with that too. Okay, Hito, predict. Whew, I think Wolves will finally come away and they'll win two nil. Love it. I agree with that. The only thing I can think of is that they're set up to counterattack so well and against these smaller teams might not create as chances the same yeah, way, but I just think they're, they're more still yeah. dangerous. And I think they're more solid at the back than um, what Watford can potentially produce. So we'll see. Cool. Okay, boys. Chelsea versus Aston Villa. 
Mm. Man, I can't believe you made me wait a week to do this, the <laughs> second pod to talk about Chelsea-Liverpool. But, yeah, Chelsea-Liverpool played uh, two weeks ago, almost two weeks ago now, uh, and they drew one all. Uh, and Aston Villa played Brentford and drew one all. So we're getting yeah. a lot of match, matching scoring results. We have. I just wanted to leave, you know, I wanted the time to just settle just so you guys weren't too fired up about, you know, the James handball. We just wanted to take I have a step calmed back, down. calm down, reflected, gone Look, through the stages of grief, you know. We, we could talk about what was, you know, just another version of the rules that they've changed which who knows if it's for the better. I mean, at this point, I'm on the side of it was a handball and it was a red card based on the current rules. Um, the fact that they change every fucking two minutes and that mm. Tuchel didn't even know what the rules are kind of gives you an idea of like what it's like for the players out there to keep up with all the rules that they keep changing. So... I don't know. I'm, it came off his leg last season. It came off his leg of a goal-scoring part of his body to his arm, which wouldn't have been. Yeah, that's um, the thing. Handball, keep changing so and much. they've changed that. And now, yes, it is. And the whole thing about the double movement in slow motion, it all looks like that shit. Like you're out there balancing, you know, like you're throwing a leg out, and then you're kind of catching yourself. It. I just think all that stuff looks exaggerated. But mate, you just got to have your arms pinned to your side at all times. Like that's it's so easy to do as a human, you know. That's that's what we do. I run like that. I Dude. walk like that. I do everything like that. So. <laughs> Dude, I I get my beers out of the fridge like that, just with my mouth. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, you got them all like pre-popped, just because you chew through. You know, you're gonna chew through them. Miles seems so quiet. I'm I'm waiting for a rant here. <laughs> all I gotta say is fucking Anthony. Taylor, he's the biggest <laughs> piece of shit ref to Chelsea. He's given us the worst red cards in history. And look, I mean, I know that the rules have changed and stuff, but I don't agree with them. So in my head, I don't really see it as a red. I know that I don't have much backing with the, the football community. But as Whitey said, you know, when you see that in slow-mo, everything looks worse. When you look at it in real time, like James, like he's not the type of player to actually do that. And with the momentum of how he's trying to control his body just to keep the shot out without using his arms, it's just clear to me that it's just taken a, ba- a bounce, you know, off his leg and it's just bumped into his arm and, you know, yeah, maybe give him a pen for it because it has stopped the ball from going in, but a red card, I think that's a bit harsh. It's hard when it's coming off a part of your body that is a goal scoring part of your body. Like at the end of the day, he's made an attempt to keep that ball out with the right part of his body and then it's deflected exactly. up. I mean, it's just a question of whether, okay, it should have gone in because it touched a party body that isn't allowed to touch a body, like straight up. Mm. Or it's a question of like, fairness. Is it like, oh, did he make his best attempt to try and stop that from going in with, you know, a part of his body that is legal and then it deflected off it into an an illegal part of the body. And that's where the argument is. It's like, well, was it just going in any way? Should it be a goal? Or and is it's it just, just like, a... he's such a piece of shit because sorry, I'm sorry to hey, cut I'm really like That's all that's that's <laughs> talking about. Yeah, no, dude, you need to fucking clarify. Because, because he, he, he comes over to look at the screen and he doesn't even look. He's looking at a screenshot. He doesn't even ask to have, at least have the decency for the Chelsea fans just to have a look at it for a little bit longer than what he does. But look, we can talk about this till the till the cows come home, but 
I've got to say, if Liverpool can't score against 10 man Chelsea, then who the fuck is going to score against oh, us? <laughs> we are literally the epitome of like working defense like that. Come on, like, you know. I think that will do a lot for Chelsea. I know they just won the Champions League, but um, for that group to have done that and come back from that right on half time, they were frazzled as fuck. There was all this blowing up. You know, to do that, I think they're going to be sound defensively regardless. It's going to be very hard to beat them. Um, but, yeah, I did want to say red cards ruin games. It's For a shit. Sure. Yeah, That's a shit a rule. It's a game, and there was probably going to be some more goals, some more fantasy points, and it just became just a bit of shit a... shit to watch. I don't remember the second half. I don't even remember. I sat there, and I was like, oh, so fucking yeah, boring. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't too eventful. It was just... It was pretty boring. Special so. mentions, though, to Mendy... Um, Asper Equator, Christensen winning man of the match. Like they were very, very solid performances from them in defense. So, you know, full credit to them. Um, hey, Whitey, yeah. Whitey, sorry, I, I got to say the, the best thing to come out of this game, my, my mate Neil, he's a massive Liverpool fan. He messaged me at the end of the game and said, what a game. I think that we just saw the champions of England this season, but I'm not sure which team. And I said, well, if it's any team, it's the team that didn't get scored against with 10 men, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Didn't he call you real early or something? Oh, no, that was the Ronnie transfer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's pretty classic. I love it. Um, hey, um, we we got to move on because we could talk about this forever. Um, I, I think, uh, I think Hato, hey, didn't we have a – we had a question from one of the fans about – a potential trade that they were offered? Yeah. So Kobe reached out to us on Twitter and he's asked... Kobe Bryant? No way. Yep. Oh, that's not... Ta- no, that was not that's tasteful. Too soon, man. That's no, I, I mean, it was... Honestly, it was a reaction and I was like, oh, shit, I forgot. <laughs> You're like, that's yeah, the only okay. name I... R.I.P. R.I.P. Full respect to Kobe. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um, so yeah, go. Or forgive him, mate. So... This week, it's to do with Chelsea and Liverpool, who we're about to talk about next. Uh, Kobe's been offered a trade, uh, Mount for Jota. Mount for Jota. And, and Kobe seems to be a Liverpool fan, so has a bit of a Liverpool lens, so wants to get our thoughts too. And we both have lenses <laughs> because it's both our yeah. thoughts too. But we don't really have a bias, non-biased party here. With some fantasy goggles, though, what are we, what are we thinking? I'll put... I'll put my two cents forward before Whitey. Um, I'd say long-term, I'd be... No, look, I, I'd say long-term, I'd be willing to keep Mount uh, just because I think that he's pretty nailed on in that Chelsea team. And um, even though with uh, Firmino's potential injury, I'm not sure how serious it is at the moment, but Jota still has the chance for a bit of rotation, especially, you know, throughout the season. Um, I know if, if, if Firmino wasn't a question... I probably would say go that deal for Jota. Um, but I'm just not sold that he'll play as many minutes as Mount. And, you know, Mount in a really attacking team like Chelsea, I, I like the looks of him this year. Yeah, I th- I'd say Mount looks to be playing most minutes in that Chelsea team. It's just a question of if Chelsea can become a bit more prolific um, and if he stands to benefit from Lukaku's strength holding up the ball, which... So far, it looks like that probably will happen. Lukaku is doing a great job of holding up the ball, and he's already said, um, you know, he de- 
at Inter, uh, Conte drilled that into him and said, that's your job. And until that time, he he didn't like playing that way. And then when he was in Italy, he was saying that he really found a love for creating for the people around him. And he's mm. shown it massively already um, in his game time. So Mount could look to benefit a lot from having a focal point like that. Um, and also, I mean, it's worth shouting out that fucking Zidane esque t- no look first touch from um, that Liverpool game where he just like flicks it behind. I was like, <laughs> he's looking yeah. confident. I'd say honestly, like short term, I'd be wanting to get Jota because you know Chelsea's fixtures don't look great for the next what uh, five weeks. Um, but long term, I do think Mount will outscore Jota personally. Um, so it's just a matter of fact if you maybe think that you could maybe get him back. So that could be a really interesting thing to, to jump on him. And after he scored his points, say, in the next five weeks, try and trade him back for Mount. I thought I think that would be an awesome rue. Do you remember, and we haven't done this a while in our league, it's not since we had our little ghetto league um, on the oh. spreadsheet, but <laughs> the you used to, we, yeah, the loans. You'd be <laughs> yeah, like, oh, loans. I'll loan you, you know, and we'd write it down and we're like, okay, it's official, it's signed by both players. I'll loan you so-and-so for these game weeks. I, I think we should bring yeah. that back. Why Maybe, did that go? What about loan with an option to buy? Oh. <laughs> Buyback clauses coming in. Yeah, yes, you and, need more than them in the last. Time. And you just say, oh, "I'll pay five bucks of your winning of what your entry into the league is." Oh, this is getting hectic. I like, I like this. Yeah. I, I think really as like well. It. From my point of view, it's it's really tough because fuck COVID. Oh, spicy. The, the hard part is that Jota hasn't had a full season with Liverpool. Like he was injured for a lot of last season. He played like half the minutes that Mount got. So it's really hard to know exactly where that will that will go. But his goal, he had more goals. He just didn't have the minutes, which which beefed up all of Mount's 140 or so points last year. Yeah, and- I would say that the excitement around Jota is higher than Mount. Like in terms of just like maybe some really big weeks, mm. I feel like Jota's got the potential more so than Mount. Yeah, it's yep, just that, I agree. It's that mix up of the base of two points every week and how that builds over a season. Um, as well as, you know, Mount, you know, he takes corners. Um, got, he takes you know, free kicks too. Yeah, we've got some big targets in the goal there. But then, yeah, we can also lose Salah and Mane for like only a couple of game weeks. It's not crazy actually during Africa Cup of Nations, but you're looking at that as well. Um, I think, I think we're just more confusing Kobe, aren't we? Yeah. Well, why don't we all make a decision? Okay. Let's let's go through. Miles, you start. Is it is it Mount or Jota? Yeah, I'll go with Mount just for the long term. Hito, I think I would lean towards the safety of Mount. You know, I like a bit of excitement. I would say Jota. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I just feel like. I really doubted him start of this season and then he started he was starting yeah whether Firmino was injured injured or not and he looked really good and I think he's probably going to be used a lot in the games where they need to score goals against teams that are really defensively set mm-hmm. I think Firmino is going to be used in big games and Jota will probably be used in the majority but yeah that's yeah. my guess I think there's just a very small 
caveat as well, depending on your current mids, like what that looks like in terms of can you have a Jota who's got more questions around his playtime maybe. Yeah. And then it's clearly a mid for a forward. So, you know, how do you balance it out? So I think they're both mids actually. Man. Oh, are they they're, both they're mids? Both mids. Yeah. Oh, shit. Jota's a mid. mid. Oh, my yeah. bad. My bad. Okay. Well, yeah, then there's yeah. no question. Well, to be honest, I think overall they're they're very similar. I don't think there's like you're you're getting um, you know kind of screwed over in any way. It's just and also yeah. if he's a Liverpool fan, it's kind of nice to have you know, a player too. So good advice, Hito. Okay, that's enough advice. Okay. I'm done with your advice. <laughs> Aston Villa. Um, yeah, they drew one all against Bradford. Really not a spicy start for them that we might have thought. Um, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I don't think there's a crazy amount to talk about this game. The goal was nice, but it was left alone. Buendouia completely, no Brentford players closing him down. You could see the defenders not sure what to do. It's a good finish, but... It was just, yeah, it was it was that lack of experience from, uh, from Brentford defenders uh, that's obviously wound up with the goal. But then for the rest of the game, I thought they were really sound um, to keep the lights of, you know, Ingsy and a couple of others out. But um, I, the only thing I've got to say about Villa is they've got a tough month. They, they go Chelsea, Everton, United, Spurs. So, that's, yeah, I mean, that's tricky. So, you just know what we've talked about, about, sorry, very quick. Oh, sorry, Miles, oh, finish your point. No, I'll just say, you know, like, just like we were speaking about trading now, you know, you could look to capitalise on on Ings's form. I was 100% um, going to just say that. Fuck yeah, Miles. But, but long term, I mean, it's just a month and there's a lot of other games and I think Ings going to be, you know, immense this season. Um, so, and, you know, it, it's it's still fixtures that he can score. I mean, he can score against any of the other, any of the teams, including Chelsea. So, mm. um yeah, I mean, if and, if ten men Liverpool can't score against Chelsea, I don't rate his chances. But you know, you never know. <laughs> oh, dropping that, in, that, dropping that in again. All right, Miles, why don't you predict this? You seem more fired up. Yeah, I'm fired up on this one. Um, look, I think it's going to be a, a big haul from the the boys in blue. Um, I'm actually going to say three nil. Okay, I like that. I think that's possible because um, you got Martinez and Buendia missing this game with. Uh, yeah quarantine so no no james either for the next three games um for his straight red so yeah we'll likely see probably Equator. daniel oh dan james oh yeah. reese. no 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 reese james reese. sorry reese james. Reese. Reese. i was going back oh, to chelsea you, very oh, briefly sorry. i was thinking villa i was like who the fuck is james for sorry villa? no no reese james <laughs> will be out for the red yeah. card so uh, yeah, i'd say right. Equator will be pushed out wide and then maybe Chaloba comes in on Chaloba will come in on that right side so Mm. yeah maybe just a little specky for uh the next game week because obviously Chelsea don't have great fixtures but yeah um okay Everton versus Burnley um oh mate you've skipped Liverpool oh Oh, What's sorry. going oh, on here? What's did going I? on did here? Did I? Sorry. Oh, oh okay. We'll go back. We'll go back. You fuck up. <laughs> sorry, that was too tempting. Um, okay, Leeds versus Liverpool. We will go over it. Uh, Leeds drew one all against Burnley. Uh, Liverpool drawing one all against Chelsea. More one. Um, here we go. Holy shit. 
if you look at the last five, the games we talked about in this game, in this pod, first one was Newcastle Southampton two all draw, West Ham's Crystal Palace two all draw. All the fixtures match up. Then Watford yeah, versus Wolves both nil. lost one nil. Then Chelsea Aston Villa but two draws one all. Leeds versus Liverpool two draws one all. Oh. What's the final one? Crazy. Oh. Don't fucking Everton ruin it. It's nearly, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. After my little uh, freak out there, let's uh, let's get into it. So Leeds won all against Burnley. I'd look. I'd expect better. I'd expect more too. But after watching Liverpool versus Burnley the other week, there are there are a tough, you know, group to crack. They're they're solidly drilled. They're not an easy team to play against. Mm. Um, and Leeds are very similar kind of open attacking style to Liverpool. So. I'm not surprised there was maybe a bit of struggle there. Um, I, I think, agree. I think Paddy B got a little bit lucky with his little flick on that rolled to him and t- put a toe on it. Which was almost identical to Wood's flick on. Yeah. Like, they both did like the same flick on goal. I'm like, whoa, that was, I just saw the same thing twice. <laughs> yeah. Um, there were copies of each other, but. That was, that was pretty cool. But yeah, like it wasn't the best game for them and there were just a couple of chances. Yeah. And as you say, Burnley is well drilled. I think it might be fun to talk about another uh, a another fan that kind of uh, put a question to us. Um, they were talking about yeah. Dan James pickup versus a Gallagher pickup on on the waiver wire. Is that what they're asking there? Yeah, waiver wire pick. They've got a spot to to look at a priority. I think I know what I would say. Say me too. Um, like right now, Leeds have an amazing run of fixtures. Like they got to, yeah. and the and we've also seen um, was it Rodrigo? No, Helder Costa. Sorry, yeah. um, has left Leeds, kind of leaving a good opportunity for James to kind of go straight into that squad. For sure, and I think they broke their transfer for record on him. I think it was about thirty million. Mm. So I think he goes straight in. Um, I'm not sure if he just starts this first game. Um, you know, he might actually just come off of the bench. But look, personally, in my opinion, I think it's 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 almost a no-brainer to pick up Dan James just for the potential. Uh, I know that Gallagher looks really good, but he is playing for Palace, so they're just not going to create as many chances as lead. Yeah, yeah. And it's the fixtures is not great for Palace right now. Like it's, I, I feel like there's going to be some poor sucker that picks up Gallagher right now, looking at those last two goals, going, "Holy mm-hmm. shit." Looks great. Then he won't do much for a couple of weeks. They'll drop him. And then, you know, maybe they'll get a better run of fixtures and he's a good option then. And you can kind of get him later. But if you were to look at the next four games for both of those players, I feel like Dan James is going to be the one to stay on and also score more goals. Yeah, they've yeah, got a I, nice I, run. I agree. It's After an easy Liverpool choice. fixture. Yeah, it's what is it? It's like Newcastle, West Ham. Then it just goes crazy with Watford, Southampton, Wolves, Norwich. So, I mean, I'm I'm lo- really liking the look of Leeds uh, for the next month and a half. It's gonna yeah, be but- it's gonna be good to or not. It's gonna be interesting to see where he ends up playing too. Like, where does he slot in? Like, whose spot does he take? Because got Rafinha and Harrison playing wide. Like, is Rafinha going to come in to the middle and Dan James go out on the right? Yeah, I mean... It's going to be interesting. That's why I don't know who's going to lose out. That's what I'm worried about. But Dan James suits that system so well. 
I think actually Rafinha comes in um, and plays as kind of like a number 10. Yeah. I yeah, think he's he a little bit more creative than the other two. Um, and Dan James is so good winger. on the win. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm really excited by him. Um, if he makes it to me, I'll be pretty pretty happy. Um, mm. Okay, let's move on. Um, Sal- oh, sorry. Liverpool, I should say. Yeah. Drew one all against Chelsea. Wow. Yeah. Not, not a great can't performance we just from, call- from Liverpool. Yeah, can't we just call them the team that can't score against 10 men? Hito, <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on. I give, I give you all these compliments about minutes. Chelsea on the golf course and you just come here and you attack me. It hurts, man. All right. I've picked it. I'll take Whitey at golf any day of the week. Oh, you <laughs> know, I mean, his nickname is the weasel. You've got to expect the that. Weasel. You've got to expect that. Um, nah, nah, nah. Look, I've got to say, Hito, I like that you play my team game because Whitey won't be on a team with me on the golf course. And I do like playing a scramble. So, yeah, I mean, we're, team, I... we're team players. Exactly. <laughs> but I think we've said a lot about the game already. I think you know Chelsea is set up with five at the back I think that's the best formation you could possibly want to then lose a player to go down to 10 you're not changing your style too much and they're obviously very well drilled and a good defensive team and we just sometimes we do struggle sometimes to break down double blocks I thought that you guys were a bit narrow I thought that like against a 10 man um, team you kind of want to spread them a bit more and you guys were really trying to loft that perfect ball in over the top, which is 100% you guys are capable of that. you got Trent and Robbo who are pretty good at playing those balls in. But it's like such low percentage. I know. When the hard. teams are set so defensively and you don't have Firmino, you don't really have any big players to kind of like No, I thought I, I thought up and the chance was going to be from a corner, to be honest. But you guys have so many tall boys in there. Like Christensen yeah. and 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 Lukaku, like that, yeah. that's what I felt like our chance was going to be. But I think that's just one game. You know, is a, is a big kind of fixture. Shame it got messed up by the um, the red card. But I think overall, yeah. yeah, still same same feelings moving forward. Obviously, we spoke a lot about Jota and his involvement moving forward. But um, yeah, I'm feeling okay. I think this will be a good. We had a good game. We had good games against Leeds last year. So. Um, it's very spicy, yeah, lots of like, goals. So let's. Uh, it'll be a good fixture for goals. Okay. Yeah, um, I, so. I guess this is my prediction here. So, fuck, there's going to be goals in this game. I, actually, I don't know if Leeds is capable. All right, I'm going to go. I'm a bit all over the place here. I'm going to go with my favourite scoreline, 3-1, Liverpool. <laughs> um, yeah, why is it your favourite? Um, because... You know, it just gives, like, when I, I just feel like Liverpool are definitely con- capable of conceding a goal against Leeds, but I just think that they're going to score. A, like, Leeds is one of those teams, like, you know, if they're not if they're not winning it, they're conceding a bunch of goals. So yeah, that's fair. I feel like they've definitely got a goal in them, but, yeah, I think Liverpool will um, get the better of them here. Uh, so, last one, the other side yeah. of Liverpool, Everton. Yeah. The Blues. Um, they won 2-0 against Brighton, um, kind of solidifying the start to a good run for this season. And then uh, then Burnley drew one all, as we said, against Leeds, uh, which was quite an impressive result. Um, 
Or yeah, you know, I you... remember you. I remember you, Whitey, last week saying you picked up Gray and and he got your points straight away. He had kind of had a clean run, didn't he, onto goal? Not really challenged and just yeah, drilled it. Yeah, I mean, look, you'd expect a little bit more from uh, from the keeper. Like Sanchez didn't make the best save there. It wasn't the strongest of shots, but he's in the goals, and you know, it's a he's looking like a spicy prospect if he can kind of hold that position. Which for right now, it seems like he might. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. And, and also, like, Everton have a pretty good run of fixtures. Um, and if yeah. there's ever a time for him to kind of capitalise on that form, it's now. Um, so, yeah, on like, for yeah, for me, Gray is uh, definitely, you know, a good, a good option in the coming mm. weeks if he's not picked up in your leagues already. But I can, I can imagine he, he will not be available after this week. No, I don't think so either. One thing I'm keen to see as well, we saw on the deadline day, Everton bring in Lookman on loan. Yeah, that is an interesting one. It was quite impressive for Fulham, you know, a struggling Fulham last year. And with slightly better players around him, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens there because... He's got super sub written all over him. Yeah. And then potential pickup of form carried into a starting position. Yeah, I mean, who who's he kind of competing with there? He's got a Wobi. Um, I guess they play kind of two up the front, don't they? Like Richarlison and um, yeah. And I was yeah, also yeah. going to mention. I, I'm not sure if he's in direct competition, but um, Allen is actually a good shout if you're in a a little bit larger league, maybe like a ten man plus league. I think Allen could be a good shout. I think he'll he'll play most of the year. And we saw last uh, last week. I think he got an assist and some bonus points. Um, yeah, got eight and points. I, I, yeah, I think that he'd be like you know in a shorter league. Obviously, you just don't have room for someone like that. But in a nine, ten, eleven man league, I think Allen could be a great fifth mid choice. Wow, interesting, interesting. Okay, let's move on to uh, Burnley here. We're going to wrap up the, up the pod with that. Um, Wow, that challenge uh, on Barnes was pretty hectic in this game. Ooh. From Barnes, sorry. Yeah. Uh, that was crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good old Barnesy. He, Good he old does Barnes love to is. throw it in there. But he does. Yeah. He's, a, he's a bit of a terrier, isn't he? We'll keep it quick on Burnley here. They look pretty good in this game, kind of what you'd expect. As Hito said, solid defensively. I mean, Chris Wood with an almost identical goal to uh, Bamford. Had he be, yep. Nice flick on finish. I think, you know... It's the same Burnley we've always seen. Chris Wood looks to be able to score up quite a few goals. Um, he's finally kind yeah. of getting some game time now, and their defense is pretty solid. So, yeah, I think mainly their defensive options, if you and Pope uh, or Chris Wood. Yeah, I mean, I as I said a couple of weeks ago, you know, with Burnley, I just like to to get a bit of form and uh, jump on their good fixtures. And for the next three weeks, they got Everton, Arsenal, Leicester, which obviously aren't super great. I know that they'll be chomping in the fits to play Arsenal. But then after that, besides from Man City, they go Norwich, City, Southampton, Brentford. So that could be a good time to jump on that Burnley defence like we spoke about a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, but until then, I think the only option up front is is Chris Wood, like you mentioned. Okay. Uh, I think it's Hito predicting that one. I think Everton are going to win 2-1. Love it. 
Okay, now I want to wrap up the pod with just a couple of the uh, transfers we didn't get to talk about uh, from um, the deadline day, uh, yeah. which we would have covered in the last pod, but it hadn't finished by then. First one is Edouard for uh, Palace. Um, they've given him on the budget version, I think, a 6 mil or 6.5 mil value, which is higher mm-hmm. than any other player uh, at Palace. So, Yeah, I, he's scored a lot of goals at Celtic. Mm-hmm. He's got a really good record there um, in the Scottish um, League. So it would be interesting to see how he can carry that over into the Prem. But he might be able to get, you know, 10 goals. It's going to be a rocky start. I don't think he's worth jumping on. As we said, Crystal Palace's fixtures aren't great. He may give them a little something extra, but, yeah, he's not, he's definitely a wait and see. I think if you're, yeah, yeah like Marlo was saying, big league, you got, um, you know, you got to wait and just jump on something. So, yeah, maybe jump on then. Okay. Munez, Munez, Santiago Munez. Where do I know that name? <laughs> yeah, from a little old uh, football movie <laughs> called Goal. That is so classic. That's I so can't Newcastle. believe that just happened. So Newcastle that they'd sign a player on loan. Maybe they're trying I'm... to get the DVD sales back up for that movie. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go buy another copy. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing no. too exciting though from fantasy, I don't think. No, just a fun mention. Um now we've got. Oh, sorry, I've, I've just realised I've said Lookman at the wrong team. I know. I realised oh. that too. I thought that for a second. I doubted myself. Yeah. Oh my god. There you go. I hope everyone listened to the end of the pod. Lookman at Leicester. Yeah. Not Leicester. Everton. Yeah. Definitely. Although it would have been a good signing for Everton. <laughs> I know it would have been. It's actually even better now for for Leicester. I think. Yeah. No. And and as we said, it honestly the prospects don't change. He's going to be support in yeah. that team. And I think there's room there in that team yeah. for him more than Everton. Uh, now, okay, uh, last one, Tomiyasu. I think Arsenal have dropped a bit of cash on him. Yep. Miles, you, what do you know about him? Look, I don't know heaps, um, but I do think that he might play because it looks like Arsenal, you know, their preferred system is that back five, you know, three big central defenders and two wing backs. But... I'm just not sure, you know, Bellerin left. Um, I actually, it's kind of, I just want to see what happens with Arsenal over the next few weeks. They've got good fixtures. So if they've got any time to get out of this relegation scrap that they're in, it's now. So um, I just want to watch and see, guys, on that one. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Me too. Well, I think that's a pretty good place to leave it, boys. Um, Yeah, that was fun. I'm really excited for this game week. What a crazy waiver wire it's going to be with, um, you know, a couple of teams with really solid runner fixtures and some new uh, signings, some deadline day signings. It's going to make for a pretty spicy waiver. It will. And don't worry, boys. Tommy the Tank has uh, got Ronaldo sitting at number one. I haven't forgotten. Fucking Ronald. (laughs) Okay. Fucking Ronnie. I'm out. See you, boys. Catch you out later. Draft boys.